0: Break it down, down like this. Hello there, everyone. Welcome along to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. My name is Hayden Sherman, and you're tuned into episode number 94, where we're continuing our deep dive into the monophartlek. This week, we're going to do a modified version of the monophartlek, where we're going to change up the the durations of the um, of the intervals for the fartleks. So this week, we are doing. Listen close. Three times 90 seconds. Four times 60 seconds. 3 times 30 seconds, 2 times 15 seconds. So 3 90 second blocks at the start, then we go 4 60 seconds, 3 30 seconds, 2 15 seconds. So it's a little bit more of a waiting. Remember we only did... Two ninety-second 90 second blocks last week So it's a bit more of a waiting at the start On that more endurance stuff And we're taking off some of the faster stuff at the end The other element of this is Last week we did equal amount of recovery to, to work This time we're actually going to ex- We'll do the same right up into the point Where you're doing the 2 times 15 seconds at the end There I want you to have full recovery So whether you need a minute or two Just take as long as you need jogging to get your heart rate fully under control and then express good speed while not being in a massively fatigued, zapped out out space. So we're shifting a few elements. So after the break, I'll explain why we're shifting those elements and what we're trying to get out of today's session. So the key elements that we're shifting is that that three times 90 seconds at the start. We're also, uh, remember, we did four times 30 seconds last week. This time we're just doing the the three. So we're we're shortening up those. So we're doing less of the fast short stuff and doing more one extra of the the longer 90 second efforts now so that that immediately tells you that we're we're trying to spend a little bit more time with an elevated heart rate we're trying to get you more more into that zone of a this is more like a vo2 max type session 90 seconds is long enough for the heart rate to get up and 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 hold it for for a reasonable amount of time and in fact 90 seconds recovery when you're running quite quickly it's not actually much time to get back into um, into rolling again so you're going to keep your heart rate pretty elevated basically until you've done those three times 30 seconds then we really introduce that nice long recovery, and I want to see if then you can lock into good movement, good speed, express it with good recovery, but still that fatigue in your legs. So, we're um, in, in terms of, of how hard your, your heart and lungs are working, should be pretty recovered. In terms of how shot your body is on a sort of nervous system, just tired muscle point of view it's going to be pretty tired. So we're looking to just recover the the um, the heart rate, the cardiovascular stuff, but still see if we can get those, recruit those muscle fibres when needed, when tired. So that's the reasons we're doing this. And I also want to... Um, really crank up those 15 second efforts. I think last week I said, you know, take it up to maybe sort of mile speed for the 15 seconds. We might go a bit faster than that today. And and if you've done a reasonable amount of, of faster running, um, look, feel free to wind it right up to what I call co- kind of coasting speed where you're, Almost at max You're you're not at max but you're in a Controlled version of Max sprinting so if you Have done a lot of faster running In the last few weeks feel free to do that At the end otherwise maybe Around 800 meter pace should be about Right for those 15 seconds (laughs) So last week I mentioned do to do the session the monofat on a trail or a you know off-road surface that you can replicate for the weeks to come. So this week we're going to ideally do it on the same course We start at the same place, follow the same course, and remember where you finished last week. Now, this week's workout is going to be a bit longer because of the longer recoveries at the end. I think it's if you do about a minute 45 seconds for the recoveries, um, you'll be at about 22 minutes total for the session. But today, let's follow the same course and just have a look at your watch when you hit that 20 minute mark in the workout. Have a look where you are relative to where you were last week. That'll be an interesting gauge just to see how the effort levels have changed. Um, It's not a big one, but it'll, it'll give you a few little just little markers in the sand to see how see how hard you're working. Um, the other thing that I would say is really aim to feel fast in this session give, uh, give you that full permission to feel fast Last week was kind of the introduction to this sort of work This week I, I want you to just open up just a, a little tad on the throttle just just open up the gas a little bit to uh to get a little bit more out of your body get a bit more up on your toes but hammer that the the your feet back a little bit harder each time your, your foot goes down to the ground so feel free to do that and especially wind it up in those last two 15 second efforts hey, yeah 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 so the thought for the week, we're getting very, very close to the Olympics kicking off and I'm, I'm so excited. I'm also a bit, a bit heartbroken for a lot of my, uh um my friends and um, people that I know in the running circles who have missed out on, on Olympic berths and um, so thoughts go out to you all you guys girls of I've, I've, you know a lot of people particularly in New Zealand here have been tracking their progress over the last 18 months that I've been focusing on this one goal of making to the Olympics and it's Absolutely heartbreaking when it doesn't pull off, um, doesn't all come together. And here in New Zealand, we've got very a high bar. You've got to be sort of basically a medal chance in order to get selected to go to the Olympics. Um, so it's a very high bar to get there. So there's been a lot of broken hearts. Um, big shout out to um, to my mate Nick Willis, though, who has qualified for his fifth Olympics, and he just scraped through by a whisker, like uh, literally just managed to tick each of the qualification boxes to get him to to his, what will be, I'm sure, his last Olympics. But man, five Olympics in a row, that is quite a feat. Anyway, this week, I want to talk about... Um, Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong wrong um, line in my notes. I want to talk about not limiting yourself. Don't limit yourself in terms of who you are as an athlete. And I've addressed this topic a couple of times on this podcast. And I wanted to, to review it because in the last couple of weeks, we've seen the men's and women's 400 meter hurdles record being broken. Now, if you've never seen... Live athletics and sat trackside when a 400 meters hurdle race is going on, you've missed out on seeing something that is poetry in motion. When you see an elite 400 hurdler attacking the, the track and attacking these hurdles, like the tiny little, you know, wickets that they're having to jump over, you know, these are. High hurdles, well, not the highest hurdles that that are available on an athletics track, but when you see them, the high hurdles, you're going full speed, you're emptying the tank. It is a brutal race, but the, the skill set that you need to have to be a 400 hurdler is astronomical and when I see these hurdlers and then I see like distance runners and I'm often like oh man the distance runners are actually missing out on quite a bit of what their bodies can do by just limiting themselves to distance now that's not the case with all distance runners definitely the elite they need to maintain that athleticism um But I think one of the things that I've sort of resisted back on with the movement into, you know, people going longer and longer, you know, the affinity of the marathon has moved on to this uh, infatuation with ultra, ultra marathons. And when the movement sort of first started, you know, 10, 12 years ago, I was really into it and over as the years went by i started as i saw more and more of my athletes take on ultras i started to push back on on a little bit and and you know i'm not anti anti ultra but i'm anti just focusing on Endurance, just focusing on always going longer and neglecting the other modalities of your fitness, neglecting the other really important things of your fitness that ultimately give you that longevity to continue to do ultra marathons or continue to do marathons. You know, if you take care of your ability to run fast, have power, control, agility, balance, core strength, if you maintain those things like a 400 meter hurdler has to, then it really pays off um, in terms of that longevity and resistance to injury and all that good stuff. So I want to break down what's involved to be a very good 400-meter hurdler and then let you have the chance to... Have a look in your own training and your own uh, approach to running and your own approach to fitness. Am I ticking any of those boxes? Am each week am I am I touching on that energy system or am I touching on that um, modality of fitness? So, first of all, a four hundred meter hurdler needs agility. That, it, it almost goes without saying. You need to be able to jump well over the hurdles. You need to have that ability to jump coordinate. Sh- Hands, legs, feet To just, only just get over the hurdle Just enough to economically get over Not waste any more time in the air than you need to um, But to be efficient and effective over it So you need that agility So that's the first thing So in terms of us everyday runners What are we doing in terms of agility to maintain that? Uh, You know, are we doing drills? Are we doing stretching, are we doing that stuff that takes our our legs and our limbs and our body through full ranges of motion and gets us out of that pattern, that just very limited range of motion that you have when you're jogging. Okay, speed and power is number two. That that goes without saying, to be fast around the one lapper, you need speed and power. So the two world records that were broken, the men's by Carsten Warholm, 46.70. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. To to give you a bit of an idea, that would, I'm pretty sure this year would have won the New Zealand 400 metre flat national champs while still running over hurdles. It is insane 46.70. And equally insane is Sydney McLaughlin's, the American, um, who's only like 21, I think. um, She ran 51.90, first woman under 52 seconds. Incredible time So you need To be able To run fast And combine that With that that agility And so again I ask you that question When was the last time You ran fast This session We're doing today Gives you a good Little taste of it But look I think every day Aside from doing a workout um, Not every day Every week Aside from doing a workout You should be doing a session Where you open the legs up Get yourself running fast So we call those sessions Stride sessions Every runner Should be doing them On a regular basis Um a weekly basis, I should say. Sometimes you do them more, sometimes you do them less, depending on on where you're at, injury things, all that. Okay, the third thing that a 400 metre hurdler needs is endurance. And so most of you listening to this will be well versed in the endurance world. Um, it's the same for a 400 hurdler. They need to have really good endurance. They'll need to do a lot of that aerobic conditioning to, um, to, to fuel their body in that last brutal last 100 meters to get the oxygen where it needs to go although you know it's it's flat out uh, running sort of 98 99 percent of, of full noise they still need to be able to get their heart and lungs doing what it needs to do to get energy to where it needs to be so endurance is still a big one for the 400 hurdler you guys you're already into I'm preaching to the converted with that one. Number 4 is mental strength. The mental toughness that you need to even contemplate doing the 400 hurdles is is ridiculous. Um but the mental toughness that to hold on as you come off that last bend is absolutely massive. And so for endurance runners, I'm glad you guys listen to this show because we do a lot of work that is is challenging and takes you into a place where you you need to get out there and confront the beast, as I like to say. Um, you know, and I'd encourage you to even do that a little bit more. Do some uh, races on the track, some mile races, some eight hundreds. These short, fast. Brutal events Where you confront the beast Very quickly And after a few minutes You're recovered And you feel great again Awesome mental toughness For, you know, training For the marathon Or for endurance stuff Where you don't confront the beast For several hours potentially Finally, the fifth thing That 400 hurdlers do Is t- their technical ability So every step In a 400 meters hurdles Is accounted for So not only are they brilliantly efficient. And agile over the hurdles But between the hurdles With so the start The number of steps they take To that first hurdle Which leg they jump off Which leg they're they they they're landing on uh, The number of ta- steps they take And then usually about On that second bend They'll switch to a different Stride pattern uh, Between the hurdles And so every step's accounted for Technically they've really Dialed it in And so we can really learn From that as endurance runners How can we dial it and you know how how can we dial in and learn more about our bodies? Learn more about how to get the most out of ourselves. Learning to study courses that we're going to be racing on, or uh, interpret um, our Strava data or our heart rate data. Understand what's going on with our body. Understand how it, how it responds to the different food or nutrition. Um, all that stuff you can dial in technically. So there's some tips. What we All as endurance runners can learn from 400 meter hurdlers agility, speed and power, endurance, mental strength, and technical brilliance. Oh, yeah! Well, there is your workout for the week, ladies and gentlemen. It's a modified monofart with the three times 90 seconds at the start. Then we move into the four times 60 seconds, three times 30 seconds, and then you're freed up to have as much recovery as you need to attack the final two times 15 seconds. Get out there, have fun, enjoy it on the trails. Let me know how you go at Run Tempo Fit. I would love to hear from you all. Happy running. Ciao.